Welcome to Priory Podcast, brought to you by St Augustine's Priory. This is the podcast to find out more about the school, the pupils, the parent community, and even the staff. It's all about discovering how girls at the school are changing the world. Now, this episode is a little different because we're speaking to two members of staff, one who's leaving the school and another who's stepping into her shoes. I think you know who I'm talking about. We have Sarah Raffray, the outgoing and soon to be missed head teacher at the school, along with Christine McAllister, currently the deputy head academic until Sarah leaves for Pastures New. So in this episode, we find out the reasons why Christine's appointment is so good for the school, how the transition period works, how Christine feels about taking on the new role and what she's looking forward to about it. It's a lovely episode and I can't wait for you to hear it. So come with me now as we speak to Christine McAllister and Sarah Raffray. Sarah, Christine, thank you for being here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. How are you both today? Very well, thank you. And Christine, how are you? Very well, thank you, Simon. Excellent. Well, it's great to talk to you both today. I'm very excited and I've been looking forward to this episode because clearly with one head going out and one coming in, it's a fantastic time of transition there within the head's office. But I'm dying to find out, first of all, for the sake of our viewers, they won't be able to see this. But Sarah, at the moment, you're wearing a blue wig. What's this all about? Well, we've got Sister Act coming up and we wanted to generate some enthusiasm and joy for it. And it's also Mental Health Week. So one of the things we know about well-being is you plan memories that are joyful. So today is a mufty day of 70s disco and I'm wearing a blue wig and a genuine silk scarf, which was my mum's from the 1970s. And it has caused some, I was on the gate doing duty this morning and strangers were waving at me. And that's part of a head's job. (laughs) Brilliant. And Christine, tell us what you're wearing today and then in that case. Well, I am actually wearing full 70s disco garb. uh, So I'm pretty much head to toe in gold including my golden flares. And I have to say, I absolutely loved this morning interviewing a candidate. Um, We did let him know in advance that it wasn't a normal day at the school. Although, of course, we do have these days very often, as Sarah says, full of joy. I think he was absolutely delighted to come to the school and see all the girls and all the staff in this fabulous um, attire. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, it's great to hear that. And I'm glad to hear that that went well. And that you were getting some attention on the road there as well there, Sarah, at morning drop-off time. Now, Sarah, as someone who's departing the school, I'm going to ask Christine a similar question in, in a moment, but what have been some of your highlights that you've enjoyed really over the past few years? And you don't need to, to, to choose any particular year but to, or even put this in priority order or, you know, highlight order, but just tell us some of your highlights over the last few years. I think there are professional highlights like um, achieving excellence in inspections because that's hard won and that represents years of work. So it, it looks like a simple headline, but actually underneath it is years of work and integrity and real visionary work going on that represents the whole of the community. So that's, that's, that's a real highlight for me. 
One of the things I've loved about this story is its founding story. And when the Good Schools Guide came to see us, they talked about our epic founding story because they described it as Sound of Music meets Les Mis because it's a story of Catholic recusancy and strong women who moved to Paris and then across Paris and then to Ealing. And one of the things I did during my headship was go to the school that's still in Paris and knock on the door and say in terrible French, here I am from Ealing, uh, would you like to welcome me? And that has become a deeply beautiful relationship where girls go on French exchange now, we call it our sister school. There's something really powerful that I treasure about the longevity of the school, something about its age, but it's hugely contemporary resonance and a really exciting future. And all of the things I've treasured most about this school are probably wrapped up somewhere in stories like that. Fantastic. That's so good to hear that. That really is. It sounds like the school is an overnight success that's many years in the making. And possibly that's what the school is as well. Christine, how about you? I think you joined the school in 2013. Is that right? Yes, that's right. So I have been here um, for a number of years uh, now. And I have to say, I mean, so many highlights, but they're all related to the students, to, to really to the girls that I've taught as well. Um, I've come through the school joining as a teacher and at the moment now deputy head academic. And for me, it's all about the journey of the students. And I've taught many of them from year seven and also to A-level as well. And some of the highlights are really going back to the academic success of the school on results day when we see them picking up their results and going off to university with their futures ahead of them and just so excited about what's next in store. And I feel so proud to be part of those stories as well and helping them on their way. And now, of course, we get them, you know, we get them coming back. They've been working, they've been to university and they come back and they're still full of love and joy for the school. Mm. And we really, it makes such a difference um, to their lives coming, coming to this school where it's not just about academic success, although they receive that. It's all of the parts of the community that we that we play. It must be really quite strange when they go off to university, because on the one hand, you're going to miss them because they've been great students at the school. But on the other hand, you know that they're doing the right thing in life. They're leaving. It's like flying the nest, isn't it, from home? And, and they're going off to university with the education and all of the memories of being at school in the first place. I think that's what we really see, particularly as sixth form teachers we really see how they um, how they develop during those two years of a level they go from actually still you know still really needing us when they're at the beginning of the a level process and we absolutely see it halfway through a levels when all of a sudden they're looking towards the future mm. and uh, we are there to facilitate their development but really at that stage it's all about them and their next steps mm. and uh, we, we see it in our current upper six as well they're so excited about what's next for them um, and we're just delighted for them too so christine you've been a deputy head of academics in the senior school how do you feel about getting to grips with the preps and the pre-preps though 
I would say that one of the many things that is special about St Augustine's is that it is all through and not just all through but all through on the same site so that we can come together preps, pre-preps, seniors and sixth formers. So I've already had the privilege of seeing the incredible work that the preps and pre-preps do on a daily basis. Uh, I've recently been to the prep science fair as part of STEM week where the year five pupils have got these really sophisticated science experiments and prep students are particularly thoughtful and and I would say passionate about social justice. Uh, the work that they're doing with their teachers in Oracy for advocacy, for example, is completely inspiring. So I'm really I'm really looking forward to learning from them and from their incredible prep teachers and pre-prep teachers. And I'm also looking forward to getting to know our prep parents a little bit more and gaining more understanding of their aspirations for their daughters' futures. And I'm sure they're all looking forward to getting to know you too. Christine, tell us a bit about before you stepped into the world of education, because I read online that you've not worked in education your whole career, have you? Yes, that's right. So after I left university and I I did study music and English, interestingly, at university as well as economics and business. Uh, But after university, I did as many, many graduates have done before me and since. And that's going to accountancy, which is absolutely the most wonderful qualification. I can say that hand on heart and gave me so many opportunities. So after working with uh, PwC for a while, I then worked with Disney in London and then with Verizon in Hong Kong as well. So a couple of really big multinationals. And that was incredible experience. And I really enjoyed every element of it. But there was a point after about 15 years of working in finance that I did feel that something was missing and that I did want to make a difference in another in another way. I'd always had a love of learning. I mean, I absolutely loved my time at university and and education is really important to me. It's enabled me to do all the things that I've been able to do in my life. It's an, and I have a, a, an incredible passion for it. So for me, actually going into teaching was a sort of a, a, a logical step, even at my advanced years, going into the classroom was, of course, uh, fairly, fairly daunting, to say, to say the least. Um, but I decided to do my PGCE and to make that move into education. And I have to say, I can't, I can't say I sometimes haven't missed, you know, the corporate life and the, you know, occasional little bit of business class travel and all of the perks that go with it. But I have to say it's it's been it's, it's been a real joy moving into teaching and and I've definitely found my home there. Awesome. Tell me a little bit about that transition that you went through back then because clearly you had that purpose that you mentioned that pull into the world of education but society kind of sets these definitions really of career success and I imagine that being if I can call you an international accountant, you know, working in London, working in Hong Kong, a lot of people would say, wow, Christine, you know, she's very, very successful. How did your friends and family react when you said, actually, I'm going to ditch all of that and go and become a teacher? That's a really interesting question. I think that they were surprised to a certain extent that I'd really built up that career and that I'd been in that environment and had been successful in it. But I think they really knew that I, at my root, have a real love of learning and I'm always wanting to do new things and learn new things. And that really came across, I think, in my move to education, that real desire to 
to do something different, to have a different purpose, and and really to you know to make a difference in other people's lives. And and that was really at the core of that decision to move into teaching. And it was really difficult. You know, it was really difficult at the beginning. When you're doing your PGCE, for example, you're moving into a classroom, you're dealing with, you know, 30, 35 children in a class. And I was very used to, you know, working in a team where, you know, we all work together. And if I ask for something to be done, <laughs> generally, generally it happened. So um, that's not necessarily the case um, in your year nine GCSE class when you are first training to be a teacher. So I had all sorts of skills to learn in those first few years. Uh, really grateful for all the support I had for all the amazing teachers I worked with during that time. And actually, a lot of the students who, who as well, who, who really taught me how to do it, do it properly. So I, I loved it. But yes, I would say a lot of people were, you know, were, were fairly surprised by the move. Now, Sarah, tell me a little bit about Christine stepping into your shoes and, and taking over from you. I'm thinking to myself, without wanting to put words in your mouth that Christine's appointment is a reassuring one in the lines of the fact that she's been at the school for what's that 10 years now or 10 years this year but also the very fact that she went into education fulfilling that purpose that she just mentioned and forgive me Christine we're talking about you like you're not here now but you are very much here how does that make you feel knowing that she's now taking over from you I I think it's really exciting for the school because I remember interviewing Christine and she told some excellent stories of her time in accounting. Was it Russia and um, brand management for Disney? She conveyed at that interview what we see now as she becomes a head, which is an incredible humility. She's so talented. She's incredibly thoughtful and reflective and she brings people with her and she's always learning, as you just heard. She's also multi-talented and if she wasn't so nice, we'd all be jealous of her because she's really good at music and sport and numbers and leading people. So I think what's exciting for the school is the school is now at a point where it's ready for something new that's fresh. So Christine gets what this school is all about and she mm. understands its traditions and where it's come from and she completely knows where it's got to go to. And I think the the fact that her background is different from my route, which was straightforward, PGCE teaching all the way, I think that's absolutely brilliant for what's next for the school. So tell me a little bit then, Sarah, about this transition period. How, how does that actually work when, when one head passes across to another head? Quite a careful balance. And actually, it's testament to Christine that, and I think our relationship, that we haven't, we haven't, hasn't been a problem, has it? I know some people talk about, oh gosh, handovers are quite tricky because some people can be defensive. Actually, I love this school and just want the best for it. And I've been very open with Christine all the way through about what we think needs to happen next. And how I don't think I've been precious about making decisions or letting her get on with things that need to be done and that will be hers. We've had to be a bit careful because she's still doing her job. And while it's tempting to say, great, Christine can come into literally every meeting I'm doing and shadow it, actually, she hasn't got a time turner and she's not Hermione Granger. So we've had to make sure that she also has time and space to reflect on what's coming. Because actually what I've learnt is, as a head, if you don't go away and think, 
you make mistakes or you go mad. So part of that transition has been learning also how we balance that for Christine. I don't think we've always got it right, by the way. I think we've overloaded her. <laughs> but we're doing our best. Growth mindset. <laughs> Growth mindset. I love it. And a love of learning as well, which is always very good. And of course, the fact that Christine is is very much in school all the time makes that transition, I imagine, a lot easier instead of Christine coming in from a different school. Yes, I hope so. And also because, and usually it's mid-year, So in a sense, there's something rather lovely about that, that Christine gets the summer term to get the show on the road and then begins the next academic year. And there's no pause really in the energies. And what's lovely about this school is visitors who come in always describe us as calm. But actually, the energy that's going on all the time behind that calmness is quite something and I think for Christine to be able to get hold of all of that ready for September is really powerful. So Christine tell us how you're feeling then about this appointment. Well I am absolutely delighted to be taking up the position of head at this amazing school. When Sarah said she was leaving back in the summer I have to say it was with some you know with well with sadness really I don't know how else to describe it. I have absolutely benefited so much from Sarah's wisdom and her support and her challenge when it's required uh, over the time I've been at the school. So it was, I wouldn't say it was a surprise when she when she said she might be taking up another um, appointment. It is so well deserved because of what she has done for this school. But yes, it was with a little bit of sadness. But then when I kind of thought about next steps, I thought I have to go for this. I absolutely love the school. I love everything it stands for. I really believe in its mission and everything that we do for the girls here. And I absolutely want to take it to the to the next stage. So in terms of taking um, taking over as head, I am really looking forward to it. Yes, of course, we're so sad to see Sarah go, but I am really excited about the future. Equally, though, you've got some big shoes to fill there. Is there even a part of you that's thinking, oh, I hope I can live up to this? Oh, of course. Uh, When you think about everything that Sarah has achieved over the last 10, 11 years, it is quite extraordinary. And Sarah mentioned uh, the, you know, the achievements of the school as recognised by ISI and the inspection, but also in terms of the plaudits that we get from the parents, from the students and from really every visitor that we have to the school. So, yes, they are very big shoes to fill, but I'm in the fortunate position that I have watched and followed and seen what Sarah has done over the last nine, 10 years. Uh, So I can't think of a better role model. And I do know that, you know, that you can, you can still phone up people in Thailand and talk to them. So it's not as though I shall say goodbye to her on the 1st of April and we shall never speak again. So I'm really looking forward to her advice from further afield going forward as well. Well, we're going to find out a little bit more about Thailand in a moment. But actually, I wonder what advice, Sarah, you could give to Christine right now. And in particular, if you're thinking back to Sarah, when you first took on this headship at St. Augustine's, What you might say to your younger self, if you could go back in time and and talk to your younger self, what would you say to yourself and what would you say to Christine right now? I would say trust yourself, first and foremost. I'd say trust your team. 
use your team. That was the best advice I was ever given. There are always things that you think, I don't know how we're going to solve this, but we have an amazing team here. We have incredible governors. There are fellow heads. So you're never, ever, ever alone. So people say headship's lonely. It doesn't need to be. You can choose to use your network. And Christine's also got a business network to tap into. So my advice would be use every expert in every domain that you can and use it unashamedly, especially (laughs) if it's free. (laughs) Um, Have a drawer filled with wigs. I've got, I actually have had a chest of drawers filled with costume materials because you never have time to get organized for that. So it's making sure that you keep balancing the really important things Mm -hmm. and the weighty things because it is true. It is an enormous responsibility, but you're never alone in it. And if you keep finding the joy in it, it's the most amazing job mm-hmm. and on the days when things feel like they're ridiculous or impossible go and sit in a classroom and go and hang around in corridors and talk to girls and it will all come flooding back about why you're doing what you're doing. Sarah tell me some of the things you're really going to miss about school there. So I'm going to a non-Catholic school so I'm going to really miss the Catholicity. I'm going to miss statues in corridors and um, the beautiful architecture of this building and as I say that sense of history that's everywhere all the time and that's I know the girls here appreciate that as well. Um, Aesthetically things like that really matter to me I'm going to I'm going to miss that I'm going to miss the people who have looked after me and supported me and willed me on and also one of the things I've been given here is the freedom to be completely myself and to use my voice and what a gift that is professionally it's it's extraordinary because lots of people do not feel that professionally. They feel stifled or worried or they're looking over their shoulder. And I've been given that freedom here and I will really, really miss that. Hopefully I'll have it where I'm going, but I've appreciated every minute of that. So tell us a bit more then about where you are going. So I'm going to an, a school that's almost the complete opposite of St. Augustine. So it's not Catholic, it's co-ed. And it's brand new. So whereas our history here is 400 years, nearly, uh, this school has been open. It's in its third year. So that's exciting because I love I love that idea of building a culture and creating schools for the 21st century. So to be going to a new continent, brand new buildings, something totally different, but it's got values of wisdom and really powerful ideas that we can do great work with so that that's exciting to me Mm. and what's the name of that school it's king's international bangkok king's international bangkok well we'll we'll put a link to that in the show notes for this episode then people can go and check out that school and actually if anyone's thinking about schools out there in that part of the world then there's a link there as well i'm keeping an eye on time we need to bring this episode to a close in a minute but christine tell us about before we finish, tell us about one thing that you're really looking forward to in this new role. Well, the, the thing I'm really looking forward to is working with everyone in the community to fulfill our mission. People people listening to this podcast will know that we spent a long time last year working with all of our stakeholders and our, on our purpose and a new mission. 
and we feel it's incredibly powerful and I hope our listeners will go back to the mission and reread all the different elements. Uh, we send it out regularly, regularly and of course it is on the website too. So as I move into headship, I'm looking forward to embedding that mission completely within the school. We're already ensuring it's in the curriculum and that it's all the way from nursery up to year 13. And of course, not just in the curriculum, but in every aspect of what we do in our co-curricular program and in our community outreach, uh, in our work with partner schools. So, so really, it's all about how do we live and breathe this and how do we provide the most exceptional education for all of our pupils? I love that. I love that. Christine, it's been great hearing all about school. Just one last question for, for the pair of you, actually, and just for fun. I'm thinking we're recording this on Friday. It's nearly lunchtime, actually, on Friday. What are each of you planning on doing this weekend? Well, I'm going to Yorkshire. I am going to be walking in the hills, getting the wind on my face. Oh, sounds fantastic. Thank you, Sarah. How about you, Christine? Well, uh, actually, I'm going to do something very similar, but it's not in Yorkshire. Um, but uh, there is great weather forecast for this weekend. So I'm going to be heading out into the Chiltern Hills and doing something very similar. Wow, this must be a common activity amongst heads in that case. Christine and Sarah, but it's been great talking to you both. Thank you for giving up the time and thank you for talking to our listeners today about, well, Sarah, about you leaving and about Christine, about you taking on this new role. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that was Sarah Raffray and Christine McAllister talking about life at St Augustine's with one leaving and one stepping into those shoes. So good to hear from them both. And I'm sure, like me, you'll be wishing Sarah all the best while also welcoming Christine into the new role. There are many exciting times for the girls at school in the days ahead. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. So in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.